0: As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here Monday through Friday as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. All right, all right. Hey, good morning, everyone. Had some uh, technical difficulties and um, mix up. So, but we're going to jump in. Uh, It's definitely going to be a raw uh, morning today, but that's okay. Um, Sorry for the delay, but let's get into it. We're going to be in Joshua 8 today. Joshua 8. uh, I'm going to be reading. Uh, here in a minute as we first pray and then let's get into the word of God and see what he has for us today um, and it's definitely going to be raw uh, so um, yeah let's go Lord we just uh, we come to you we come to you with um, with just our open hearts and minds today Lord we just pray that uh, you speak to us through your word that you speak to us through uh, what you're doing um in this story with uh, how Joshua is just taking uh, Israel uh, by the reins and continuing on with the mission that Moses started with ultimately, Lord, what you are doing in the hearts and minds of them. Lord, we just pray for uh, your Holy Spirit to come with us right now, Uh, whether it's uh, live right now or listening to it later. Lord, we just, we welcome your presence. Uh, We welcome your spirit right now, Lord. I surrender myself to you, that this be your message and not mine. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. All right. So let's get into it. We're in Joshua 8 today. I'm going to be reading out of the NLT as I normally do. All right. Uh, Then the Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid or discouraged. Take all your fighting men and attack E Uh, For I have given you the king of Ai, uh, his people, his town, and his land. You will destroy them as you destroyed Jericho, its king. But this time you may keep the plunder and the livestock for yourself. Set an ambush behind the town. So Joshua and all the fighting men set out to attack Ai. Joshua chose 30,000 of his best warriors and set them uh, out at night with these orders. Hide in ambush close behind the town and be ready for action. When our main army attacks, the men of I will come out to fight as they did before and and we will run away from them. We will let them chase us until we have drawn them away from the town. For they will say the Israelites are running away from us as they did before. Then when we are running from them, you will jump out from your ambush and take possession of the town for the Lord your God will give it to you set the town on fire as the Lord has commanded you have your orders verse 9 so they left and went to the place of ambush between Bethel and the west side of a <clears throat> but Joshua uh, remained among the people in the camp that night early the next morning Joshua aroused his men and started towards a uh, accompanied by the elders of Israel. All the fighting men who were with Joshua marched in front of the town and camped on the north side of a, with a valley uh, between them and the town. That night, Joshua sent about 5,000 men to lie in ambush between Bethel and Ai on the west side of the town. So they stationed the main army north of the town and the ambush west of the town. Joshua himself spent that night in the valley. When the king of Ai saw the Israelites across the valley, he and all his army hurried out early in the morning and attacked the Israelites at a place overlooking the Jordan Valley. But he didn't realize that there was an ambush behind the town. Joshua and the Israelites' army uh, fled towards the wilderness as though they were badly beaten. Then all the men in the town were called out to chase after them. In this way, they were lured away from the town. There was not a man left in Ai or Bethel, who did not chase after the Israelites, and the town was left wide open. Then the Lord said to Joshua, point the spear in your hand towards Ai, and I will hand the town over to you. Joshua did as he was commanded. As soon as Joshua gave this signal, all the men in ambush jumped from their position and poured into the town. They quickly captured it and set it on fire. When the minute of Ai looked behind them, smoke from the town was filling the sky, and they had nowhere to go, for the Israelites who had fled in the direction of the wilderness now turned on their pursuers. When Joshua had all the other Israelites uh, saw that the ambush had succeeded, and that smoke was rising from the town, they turned and attacked the minute of Ai Meanwhile, the Israelites who were inside the town came out and attacked the enemy from the rear. So the men of Ai were caught in the middle with Israelites uh, fighters on both sides. Israel attacked them and not a single person survived or escaped. Only the king of Ai was taken alive and brought to Joshua. When the Israelite army finished chasing and killing all the men of Ai in uh, the open fields, They went back and finished off everyone inside. So the entire population of Ai, including men and women, was wiped out that day, 12,000 in all. For Joshua kept holding out his spear until everyone who had lived in Ai was completely destroyed. Only the livestock and the uh, treasures of the town were not destroyed. For the Israelites kept uh, these As plunder for themselves as the Lord had commanded Joshua. So Joshua burned uh, the town of Ai and it became a permanent uh, mound of ruins desolate to this very day. Joshua impaled the king of Ai on a sharpened pole and left him there until evening. At sunset the Israelites uh, took down the body as Joshua commanded and threw it in front of the town gate. They piled a great heap of stones over him uh, that can still be seen today. Verse 30, then Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal. He followed the commands that Moses, the Lord's servant, had written in the book of instruction. Uh, Make me an altar from stones that are uncut and have not been uh, shaped with iron tools. Then on the altar, they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. And the Israelites watched Joshua uh, copied into the stones of the altar. Uh, the instructions Moses had given them, then all the Israelites, foreigners and native born alike, uh, along with the elders, officers and judges were divided into two groups. One group stood in front of Mount um, Gerizim. And the other in front of Mount Ebal. Each the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. This was all done according to the commands that Moses, the servant of the Lord, had previously given for the blessing of the people of Israel. Joshua then read to them all the blessings and curses Moses had written in the book of instruction. Every word of every command that Moses had ever given was read to the entire assembly of Israel, including the women and children and the foreigners who live among them. The word of the Lord. All right let's get into this This There's a lot of military strategy um definitely we still use the tactic of ambush today um in in our military uh arsenal of tactics and things of that nature um we see that what god is doing is basically handing over this town to them uh and using uh what was given to them using like their uh Their normal habits against them. They used like the normal habits that they understood of what they were going to do. Oh, I saw the enemy. I'm going to pursue it with everything I've got, but I'm not even going to protect my own town, which left it completely vulnerable for Israel to just come in and take it over. You know, and so God knows what is going on, God knows everything that people are doing. And so Things can definitely be used against you. And here, uh, this is one of those where it's your foolishness. You don't have the wisdom of the Lord with you. You, You're doing all of this foolish gain for yourself. And so this is why all of these different, uh, the Canaanites and Hivites and uh, Jebusites and everybody else that was inhabiting the land that the Lord is giving to Israel is saying they are to be wiped out and gotten rid of because they're not part of the Lord. They're not part of... Uh, following him and they're worshiping false idols and everything. We see this as it keeps going. Now, one of the differences between this chapter and what we were reading the last couple of days was that here, the plunder is able to be given to them. The plunder was allowed to be given uh, to them in this fashion. Um, and so there's always this level of, you know, we may not understand it, but we need to be in obedience of the Lord. There's times where he says, yes, this is okay for you. And then there's times where it says, no, this is not okay. And there's a greater purpose that even sometimes we don't fully understand. We don't always get the reason why, but we need to have that understanding that our God is bigger and greater than us. And so no matter what, if he's saying, this is not okay for you, this is not appropriate for you right now versus later on, hey, this is okay now. There's a reason why in certain seasons and at certain times and in certain situations that things are either good or bad. And we need to have the wisdom of the Lord. We need to be in communion with him. We need to have a a relationship with him to understand and get that bigger vision. It's kind of like us as parents, right? Us as parents, as kids are growing up and we're trying to teach them and grow them show them right from wrong, show them all these different things. There's times where it's like, guess what? That's not the best thing for you. Even though it's not wrong, that's not the best time right now. Right? I I think I go through this with my kids all the time when it comes to mealtime. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with having a little bit of ice cream. But right now is not the best time to have it. But you can have it after this, right? And so there's a different time and place. And so in this case, God said, you can have the plunder here. You can enjoy that. You can take on that. You're probably going to need some of that. He knows what's going on. But a lesson was definitely taught to us earlier about, hey, everybody must be on the same page, right? And so we see this um, where he's they're going in and they're... They're just like, I'm going to lie and wait. I see such a parallel as well with this uh, between him and his, uh, and Moses. And where Moses, remember, he was on top of the mountain uh, holding up his staff and men to the left and right of him were holding up his hands. And as long as his hands and the staff were held up high, Israel was winning the war. And here it says that, you know, Joshua kept holding the spear and pointing it the entire time so that they would continue to uh, have victory. That he just kept holding on to the obedient. The Lord said, point the spear, point the spear in your hand towards I, and I will hand the town over to you in verse 18. Point it. It's, It's a simple task. It's a simple uh, command. It's a simple thing. And Joshua just had the belief that I'm going to maintain what you've told me until you tell me to do something else. Until either what you've told me is going to fully come true, until what you've told me is fully going to happen, I'm going to maintain obedience to what you've told me to do. And so he said, point this spear in your hand towards, I." for I will hand the town over to you. And Joshua did as he commanded. And so he kept doing that. He maintained that position the entire time. And it was fulfilled. I just see this like remnants of, it's really kind of this idea that uh, I I was told this very early in my um, Christian walk was, Okay, if you don't know what else you need to be doing, what was the last thing the Lord told you? What was the last command that the Lord has told you to do? And if you are not hearing anything, it's because God wants you to continue to do that. Look, I told you already, I need you to go hunt for this job. You kept getting denial for a job over and over. That's because you haven't found the right one. I told you to go look for that job. Keep looking for that job or keep looking for whatever or keep doing the last thing he told you to do. If he told you to spend more time with him because you haven't spending that much time and he wants to grow the relationship with you and you're, well, Lord, I don't know what else I need to do. Keep spending time with the Lord. Whatever the last thing is he told you, keep doing that until he gives you another word. Keep doing that. It. And it's that has proven to be so true and so faithful in, in my life so much. And, uh, you know, and I have my my brother, Jason and uh, Pastor Jason there and so many other uh, good friends uh, that are just deep, great Christians that have just kind of every time I bring. A, I don't know. I feel like I'm in a season where the Lord's not speaking to me. Uh, Or it just seems to be a little whatever. And what's the last thing he said? said, Well, he told me to do this. And he's like, keep doing that. Just keep doing that, right? The Lord will change the direction when it's time to change the direction. Or when whatever he said is going to come true, when it actually happens. And then he'll definitely give you something else to do. But there's a level of always stay faithful to what he said. Never let that go. I think that there's something in, in our society where we always want to know something new. Like, oh, I tried this and we always have this. what well, I tried this and I didn't see uh, what worked. But did you try it enough? Did you keep going at it? Did you not quit? Did you? Because the question is, are you, are you quitting on yourself or are you quitting on what God asked you to do? And just because you're not seeing the results on the timeline you want doesn't make it okay to just let go. God's saying, look, you're not seeing the results yet because it's not time yet. Just keep doing that. There's there's lessons of faithfulness. There's lessons of fruitfulness. Look, I don't know about you, but I don't know any plant that produces fruit in a day. I don't know any plant that produces fruit immediately when you plant it if god said to go plant something, to go do something, keep doing it until you see the fruit of that coming out. Keep going until he tells you to stop or to do something else. Keep holding that spear up. And I know like so many of us right now we we kind of feel like hey, there's a level of, I, I don't know this isn't working. My 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 debt is going up or whatever or my relationship isn't happening or um I keep trying to mend my uh, marriage or uh, my health, whatever it is. Lord, you I know you told me that this is going to go away, but I'm not seeing it. The doctor reports keep getting worse. Or whatever the case may be, keep staying faithful. Keep pointing the spear. Keep going forward. Do not lose faith. Ultimately, almost everything that God asks us and tells us to go forth and do, Is a level of faith exercise. It's a faith exercise. Keep building your faith. Keep getting strong. Keep moving forward with the Lord. Understand that he's going to take care of you. How much are you going to stay connected and building up with him? That's the biggest thing here. And see, like, this almost seems uh, impossible where, like, the numbers weren't there. The numbers aren't there versus the enemy. But it was like, wait, what am I going to do? And he pulled out 5,000 men, put them to the side and said, we're going to make this happen. Because the Lord said that this is going to be ours. So Joshua pointed the spear, sent the men in, and the city became theirs. And then turning around. Israel just turned the shock factor right back on them and kept chasing them down. And we see that just the faithfulness of continuing to believe and know that what the Lord is saying will come true, that his promises are yes and amen, that what he says will happen. The question is, are we going to be a part of it? Are we going to have faith to continue on with it? Are we going to be in obedience with him? Till the better, until the bitter end, no matter what happens, are we sitting there with the Lord the entire time? We also see that at the end that they basically put on, you know, right at the end, they were saying, let's, let's revisit. I want to remind you all the covenant of the Lord at the end here. The Lord's covenant renewed where Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount evil. He followed the commands of Moses and the Lord's servant and written in the book of instruction. He gathered all the people in reminding them of the law, reminding them of God's word, reminding them of who we worship and who we serve. Guess what? We're absent minded people we're forgetful. To a level, guess what? All of us have ADD. <laughs> Almost every one of us to a certain level has it to where there's just this part where if we're not continuously reminded of the direction and the purpose and the mission and the vision of where we need to be going, that we will fall away. We will go our own way. We will find our own vision, right? As we were seeing in Uh, this series, Messy Life and Messy Church, that the people without vision will go astray. The people without vision go run wild, the people without vision. And so that vision can't be just stated one time. It has to be renewed over and over and over. And unfortunately, as we get further in the Old Testament, we see over and over that when the vision is lost, the people run wild. When the vision is forgotten about, when even the leaders don't remind the people of the vision, when they're not leading appropriately, the vision is lost and it gets turned into something else. It just, it, it just goes away. And Joshua is doing the right thing here by reminding them the vision, reminding them who we serve, reminding them the goodness of the Lord, reminding them of the curses and the blessings that the Lord brings through his law and through his word and that's what we do right here on soap every morning is that we remind ourselves the vision remind ourselves of who we serve in the goodness of our god that we never let that go so that that way we stay persistent in our faith and not lose faith i think that that's ultimately one of the biggest things that even throughout the majority of what we see in Joshua and uh, that transfer from Moses to Joshua and even generation to generation. Never lose faith. Never lose heart. Maintain that vision and teach it to your children. Keep that needle forward. Keep that spear pointing towards the goal. Keep your hands held high because our God is good. Our God is amazing. And our God's promises are yes and amen. And so, I hope that this encourages you today. I hope that whatever you're going through, whatever is uh, there, whatever the last thing the Lord told you, keep doing that. Keep doing that until you see the fruit of what God said is going to happen. Because I promise you, it will come to pass. So let's pray. Lord, we just love you today. We thank you. We thank you for your word, Lord. Where you just remind us to just keep our hands held high, keep our spirit pointed forward. That we just follow what you've the last thing you've told us, even in a dry spell where maybe you're you're not speaking, is because you're waiting. You're waiting on us to just maintain that faith towards the last thing you've asked us to do. Maybe it is just wanting to spend more time with you that you've called us to sit down and have deeper sessions or more sessions with you so that we can have a deeper relationship with you and we can hear your voice even clearer. Lord, I just pray that whatever that is, you uh, send your Holy Spirit, just fill us up and remind us and keep that vision uh, with us, Lord. May uh, you just empower all of our leaders as well to just maintain that vision through your kingdom, that we just stay faithful to you and that we grow in our faith for, for you. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all that you're doing in our hearts and our lives. I pray a blessing over everybody um, on this call this morning and also that's listening to this later. Lord, be with them, strengthen them, guide them and give them wisdom that only comes from you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, everyone, have a great one. Uh, Enjoy your Thursday one more day and it's the weekend. So let's go. Um, also, so this weekend is welcome home class. If you know somebody that wants to uh, get further in the church and wants to know a little bit more about what uh, makes fusion tick, welcome home is one of the best classes for that. That is at both of our locations this weekend. Uh, please go ahead and help promote that. And then next weekend is Father's Day. We're going to have a great time uh, with Father's Day. We have so much planned for that. On top of it, you know, one of my favorite things is baptisms. And so we're going to be having baptisms on Father's Day. Going to be amazing. See you all then. Take care. God bless. Love y'all.